Welcome to the Lisa Wexler Show podcast. Think of it like a magazine or a box of chocolates. You never know what you'll get. From politics to pop culture, healthcare to legal issues, it's all here. And my behind-the-wheel chats are personal observations created especially for you on podcast only. Enjoy. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. But I am a word freak. And last night I was watching another episode of Family Feud. And I all of a sudden came to me for an, a new idea for a great game show based on the fact that I love word games. And the reason I'm talking today, and I've titled this Take Your Passion and Make It Happen, is because I've been thinking about happiness. Uh, I've, I just found joy. Uh, da, 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 as a baby boy, but it's a baby girl, Abigail. You know, I think in song lyrics. That was a Nat King Cole favorite. And stay with me. And uh, so I, um, I've been thinking a lot about the fact that Abigail Sarah, Abby, was born. And, of course, the rule of thirds, which is if I'm lucky, I'll get the first 30 years of her life. And then I got a little bit melancholy and sad, and then I banished my melancholy sadness. And I just pray for a good long life for everybody. But my daughter is on maternity leave right now for, the, for, for six months, which is amazing. She works for a company that not only made her a partner, which she was six months pregnant, but also they were so brilliant to do so and amazing because it never would have happened to me in a law firm. I can tell you that 30 years ago, 35 years ago, when I gave birth to Jonathan, I had no maternity leave whatsoever, despite working for a prestigious law firm that was affiliated with the New York Stock Exchange Company. I had no maternity leave. I had $150 a week in New York unemployment that ran out after six weeks, and it was a disaster, and they didn't even hold the job for me like they promised that they would. Thankfully, 30 years later, we're doing better in some places. Not everywhere. We could do a lot better. But in the meantime, my daughter is on this maternity leave for six months paid, which is wonderful. Just really began when the baby was born, which was two weeks ago. And uh, I've been thinking about flash dance and i've been thinking about the song the line in the song take your passion and make it happen it's my song of the day and i've been thinking about it because the people that have the most happiness at least in their career part of their life 
are those that have done something they love. I mean, it's the old cliche, but it's very true, right? When you do something you love, you're not working anymore. And I was able to take my passion for radio and commentary and communication and justice and changing the world one conversation at a time and get on the radio in 2006 and never stop and never look back. And I did that uh, in a lot of little ways. I read a book by Poe Bronson called How to... How Should I Change My Life? Something like that. Brilliant book. And the stories motivated me. And I took a vacation with Bill to Tahiti of all places. And I got motivated to change my life. And one tiny step at a time was how I did it. And that's what I advise people. That you can't change your life overnight. If you think it's going to happen that dramatically, it's not going to happen. But if you take one little baby step at a time, all of a sudden you look back and you've, you've walked a mile. You've done what you needed to do. And it takes a little bit of risk-taking and a little bit of courage and a lot of resourcefulness and planning. But those are the big things. So in the little things, in the day-to-day, it's just one decision at a time. And I'm thinking about that because uh, my daughter has a great career, and I'm very proud of her accomplishments, and she's going to stay with that career for a very long time. But she has a real passion, and her passion is theater. Uh, it comes from me, but she's taken it to the next level in terms of her assessment and understanding of musical theater and productions, particularly musical theater, not so much drama, more musical theater. And I was thinking that maybe one day when she's done with this career or alongside this career, she can have an avocation of doing something with theater that really gives her a lot of pleasure. And I was just thinking about that today because I was thinking that that that's what we need to do in the world. That time is the commodity, time is the most essential commodity, that we don't know how long we have, and all of us get the same 24 hours every single day, all of us. We get up in the morning, and the one thing all of us on planet Earth have in common is that we have an entire day to spend. How we spend it, the decisions we make along the way, that is the endlessly fascinating piece of life on Earth. That's why I read obituaries all the time, because they are mini autobiographies, and they tell me how people have chosen to spend their time. Sometimes they don't get to choose to spend their time. I realize that that's a 21st century luxury phenomenon. Many people on the earth historically and today have no choice about what they're going to do with their time. They are boxed into a particular life with very little choice at all. But I'm going to just acknowledge that I'm lucky to be one of the many in the United States of America, not one of the few, one of the many in the United States of America that actually can make a choice about what we want to do with our lives. And of course, the choices have consequences, and the choices have good and bad, and you make the list. But an acknowledgement that many, many, many of us get up in the morning and we can decide what to do with our day. And that is a great and rare gift in human history, and it is a great and rare gift altogether. Irene Cara sang the song, Take Your Passion, Make It Happen, What a Feeling from Flashdance. I don't know if you saw the movie. It was in the 80s. The movie was pretty forgettable, but the score was amazing. And, and Flashdance, the, the theme, What a Feeling, it takes place in a room with a girl who is a mill worker, and she's beautiful girl and she just does this dance to the song and it's captivating and it's elevating and uh, and it makes you happy 
So I sent the song around to everybody today in my life. And I wanted to share it with you because I think that is one of the keys to life. I do. And, you know, a lot of people say, well, I don't have a passion. But actually, most people do. They do. If you scratch the surface, there's usually more than one thing you love. So I woke up last night, so I'm telling you about Family Feud. So I'm watching Family Feud, and it occurs to me that what do I do every day? What do I, I personally, and my husband, what we do every day is we play a word game together. And the word game that we play together, we make it a competition between ourselves. And we play it together, but very often Bill will start it and I will finish it. Sometimes Bill will start and finish it. He'll get to the number that you can't get beyond. And I thought to myself, that is an idea for another word game. I love, my favorites, of course, are password. Passwords. Alan Ludden is no longer with us. He was married to Betty White. You know, he died early of a brain tumor. And they haven't revived password, and I'm not sure why. Or maybe they have, but it missed me. The $25,000 pyramid, which I guess is now $100,000 pyramid, is a good one. Family Feud is outstanding. It's only outstanding because Steve Harvey is the most outstanding game show host of our time right now. There's nobody who compares to him. He is so freakishly entertaining, and he gets away with doing stuff with his contestants that nobody else can get away with. For example, he has these uh, black families on, and he calls them country folk. Okay, could you imagine if I was a game show host and I had some black families on my game show and I called them country folks? Get it. Now, if I had a bunch of Jewish people from, you know, New York and I called them Seinfeld folk, I could get away with that. But he is brilliant. He is so funny and he is so brilliant and he does what he does and he does it brilliantly. And there are still some wonderful word games out there. I know Wheel of Fortune is still a great one and, of course, the classic Jeopardy, which I remember not only... Uh, Alex Trebek, may he rest in peace, but Art Fleming was his predecessor, and I love that. But I've got another good one. So I sent it around to two people I know in the industry today, and I will keep my fingers crossed. I will not tell you at the moment, but if the show gets tracks, if it gets some development, I promise you'll be the first to know. Because one of my passions has always been doing things with words, thinking about words, thinking about what, uh, definitions of words, one of the games that we always played, Ghost in the Car, which is a spelling game with words. One of the favorite games I used to play at parties was called Dictionary, where you would have a, a fancy word from the dictionary, and everybody, and, and only one person would know the actual meaning, and everybody else would have to make up a meaning to the word, and then you would pick it out of a hat, and you would try and guess who made up the meaning. I know, I know you're saying, Lisa, you're such a nerd, but I am. I'm a proud nerd. It is what I am. I am a proud nerd. I am a wordsmith. I love, I, I don't play Wordle, uh, which is one of the most popular games in the New York Times now, because I'm a snob. Wordle is a dumbed-down version of Giotto, and it's okay, Wordle. It's okay. I like it. It's okay. But the real one that it came from, the, the, the one it was derived from, Giotto, is to me much more stimulating and interesting, and that's one that you actually play with people. So there's lots of word games out there. I love them all. And I think I have an idea for a new television show. My creativity, it's an interesting thing about creativity. David Friedman, who was one of my dearest friends and I adore and one of the most gifted composers who's walking, uh, I always ask him the same question. He always gives me the same answer and I can't quite grasp it. I always ask him, where do the songs come from? 
please tell me, David, where do the songs come from? And he always says that they come to him. They don't come from him. And, of course, I'm not a creative person that way. I'm not a musical person that way. And so I, I can't really quite grasp what he's saying. I believe him. He catches them. It's like he catches them. It's not like he creates them. His part of his brain is open to them. He describes an opening. And I would say that right now I think, and creativity is an interesting thing because we know historically from great creators that there are periods of time where their brain is bursting with creativity. And then it's quiet for a while. And then sometimes they get a burst again. And who knows why that is. But I'm feeling like I'm on the cusp of another burst of creativity in different ways. And I'm not sure why, and I'm not sure how and where. But one of them is I'm coming up with ideas. I have an idea for a wonderful book that I am going to hopefully write in the next couple of years. And I'm, and I'm going to write that. Now I have this idea for this TV game show. Uh, what else did I have? I had another idea. So remember, you know what I do now? I write everything down on notes on my on my phone, which is ubiquitously near me at all times. It used to be a pad and paper for people. Now it's my phone. And what was the other idea I had? Wait, hold on. Hold on. The other idea I had was, let me see. I don't remember, but it was something. It was, another, it was another idea. And I'm just going to keep writing down my ideas. But in the meantime, my daughter told me this. No, not my daughter. My friend Meir in Israel. He said to me this. He said, a goal is a dream with a date. And that is my profound thought that I want to share with you moving forward. A goal is a dream with a date. Ideas are fantastic. They are rather meaningless in this world unless they are accompanied by execution. As Stephen Sondheim said and put it all together on Sunday in the park with George, everything depends on execution, and it does. And so if you combine your idea with the goal of, of remembering that a goal is a dream with a date, and your idea is your dream, and you put a date on it, then you can manifest, and I don't like to use that word too much because it's overused, but you can create and manifest your own goal by combining the dream with the date. So that's my inspirational, motivational talk for the day because I'm feeling really good. I'm trying not to let the fact that I'm stuck in terrible traffic daunt me because it is now 9.42 and guess who was on the air at 10 o'clock this morning? And I'm driving to the studio in miserable traffic and I don't know why, but hopefully I will be there on time for my own show so that they don't start without me. I hope you have a great day. It's Lisa. 
Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you heard, please share it with your friends. And as always, feel free to contact me at lisa at lisawexler.com. 